Hello all, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome to the newest episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast, taping live at the Twitch and, of course, available every week on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Mm. Uh, I'm Austin. I'm a knockout. Watched a lot of wrestling. I'm David. I'm a noob. Haven't nearly watched as much wrestling. Uh, and I am also uh, an enjoyer of recently defunct wrestling shows. Well, it's not defunct, but the, the NXT, as we know it, is dead. Uh, Ripperoni, pour one out for the boys. If you liked your NXT super metal looking and with lots of indie stars in it, well, fuck you, says Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. You're not getting any more because they couldn't beat AEW in the ratings, so fuck it. We're, we're killing it all. Hold up. Hold up. This coming from Vince, I don't see it. AEW's competition, McMahon. That Vince McMahon? Oh, you always knew that was a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> of course I knew it's a bunch of bullshit. Same reason, say, say, same way it's bullshit that, that Booker and R-Truth are saying it has nothing to do with the fact they work for WWE that they're ragging on uh, Punk's AEW appearance. Yeah. But what do I know? Yeah. I'm just a noob. <laughs> yes. But tonight we are going back to the golden age of NXT, at least for me. 2014-2015, uh, we are continuing the NXT Women's Revolution. Uh, thankfully, I don't have any bad news about any of the four women involved here that I would Thank also then have to bring boy. up. <laughs> Was Bailey still on a on injury leave currently? Yes, she's still oh, injured. Rip, rip. But, so, well. but but I mean, at least she still's there. So, yeah, that's fair. She's not she's not one of the three hundred thousand wrestlers that have been fired this year. So oh, true. Yeah. Well, you know, you never you never know. We're and and we're st we're still waiting on on Becky to show back up. So anything. Oh no, she's oh no, she came back at SummerSlam. Oh, she did. Oh, yay! Yeah, people she she beat. Yeah, people are mad about it because she beat Bianca Belair for the SmackDown title in like five seconds. That's a decision. Like yeah, I love they Becky, but but Jesus. Yeah, they're yeah. That's because they're bringing her back as a heel, and everyone's like, well, everyone's kind of like, what? After doing, we've been doing... wait wait after we've been <laughs> cheering for her to get a hold of her man. <laughs> oh no! Yes. Oh no! I mean, it seems to be going okay, but you know, it's also I one know, of those, but okay, I wanted Becky to show up and be like, "Hey, dipshit, get your act together." Not join yeah. him on the heel side. That's fair. Uh, but what? Um, today we continue our quest through the NXT uh, Four Horsewomen era, and. Last time we watched up through NXT Takeover our evolution, where uh, Charlotte we it started with a bit of a where Charlotte beat Sasha Banks to retain the title. But oh, excuse you, Sasha Banks Mirror Master. <clears throat> yes, and she has her own top now. That being Becky. <laughs> ah, ah, true. Because she spit hit she because she now headbangs, and is also <clears throat> evil. Oh God! Yep, yep, yep. Because she he, she looked into it. She had a meaningful conversation in front of the mirror, and thus turned heel. Yep, as as one does. <clears throat> yeah. So we kind of Charlotte kind of became fully a baby face in the sense that she patched things up with Bailey, who she turned heel on to begin with. Yeah. And <clears throat> and then um, Becky hooked up with Sasha. Uh, to be the new evil duo group here, and they beat and they beat the fuck out of Bailey and and, and injured her knee. Yikes! I will say that is such a 
I just the more I think about it, the the more interesting it is. Like just the direction they took, um, they took Charlotte for a lot of this. Like, you know, she starts off for, you know, playing face for a hot second, then turns heel on Bailey and stays that way until Bailey basically calls her out and does a fight and earns her respect and Charlotte's like face again. It's so interesting as like a temporary heel turn and it's kind of like kind of leaves some discussion open I think for what that means like about her character like like the fact well, that it was a temporary uh, I mean she was heel longer than she was face she was heel how long yeah how long she healed for I think she would have been healed for about a year I want to say okay okay that makes sense then mm-hmm. I guess I guess however, watching it like however this, long. I guess yeah, watching it like this is such a truncated like yeah, cause, and we didn't start from the beginning of their, of their being healed, but she was healed for as long as she was with the BFFs. Well, it, I guess I guess then it's, it's just interesting that they turn her face <clears throat> on the grounds of, like, Bailey won her respect. It's not mm-hmm. like she's... A, it's, they, they don't... They, they, they may have started it like this, but by the end, it's not she's evil because she's, like, just a bad person on principle. It's she's evil because she's, like... She's a dick to everyone, um, but then, but then Bailey's like, "Hey, I think I deserve to have you not be a dick to me." And Charlotte's like, "You're right," and she's cool now. <laughs> she's like, "Wait, I never thought of it that way." Yeah, that's a very interesting way to turn someone's face, especially when that someone is fucking Ric Flair's daughter. Like, you just—it's—it's just, it's just such an, inter- an interesting angle to take her character. I think. Yeah, daughter of the dirtiest player in the game. Oh, and- true. And Sasha is a bigger heel than she is. Yeah, I Sasha, who just was kind of like ambitious and whatever, now is just like she's climbing them ranks and she's like, "Give me glory or else." Mm-hmm. So Charlotte beats Sasha, and don't worry, but don't worry, that is resolved. Literally nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. So as we continue this little bit by bit today, as as, as are what we do for this for this storyline is we're instead of watching one particular episode of NXT, we watch all the episodes of NXT, but only the women parts. It's so cool. I love this format so mm-hmm. much, dude. Yeah, uh, definitely try it again with something else for after we're done with it for this. But we are going from the December 18, 2014 episode of NXT to the February 11th, 2015 NXT TakeOver Rival. Uh, and this this is the shortest segment of this show so far, both months-wise. It's, only two, it's literally only two months between. And uh, time-wise, in terms of what we're watching, normally I have to cut down stuff to make it fit a reasonable time frame. But this time I don't have to cut anything. I, we're just going to watch all of it. It's only nice. about, it's only about an hour 45. Nice. <clears throat> so then um, that's this. Conc- if you want to watch the stuff, if you want to keep up with us, obviously the NXT episodes I just listed, um, it would take too long for me to read off literally every timestamp, but it's just mm. the women's segments in those nine episodes uh and it's all available on peacocktv.com wwe's american pr- streaming provider and it kind of sucks but whatever it's all i got uh 4.99 a, $4.99 a month with ads 5.99 a month without ads or if you're outside of the u.s you can still use the wwe network which is still 9.99 american dollars a month hmm. <clears throat> 
Or uh, you can go the you the the title match from this is on YouTube. In fact, I Google I sir YouTube search NXT Takeover Rival, and it was the first thing that came up. The full nice. match is posted by WWE's YouTube page. So if you just want to skip to the end part, that let's do it. Yep. So we will be back here at about eight thirty p.m. Eastern for those of you uh, who may or may not watch on Twitch. Uh, after that, and we'll be back to discuss episode forty-one. Uh, excuse Indeed. me. Uh, yeah, with the next yes. Amazing. And we are back. We have just finished about two months worth of NXT uh, TV women's television, fo- ending on the NXT Takeover Rival Women's Championship match of Charlotte Flair versus Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch versus Bailey. That was some wild shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, I've 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 I, I I've noticed this for the entirety of the time we've been doing this. I don't know if I is, is that the I, I can't tell sometimes if like some of the things I notice is just by virtue of how they're doing, like just how well they're writing all of this, or like by virtue of the fact that we're doing this in an unusual format where we're following like large chunks of justice storyline, like episode by episode. Um but this has felt like and this like this bunch specifically it's it's been like more and more progressively with each passing episode we've done mm-hmm. um this feels like some of the most character oriented wrestling i've ever seen and again i don't know if that's by virtue of just us watching it in clumps or what but just these these are some of the most defined character arcs I think I've ever seen in in wrestling. In, in, I, in I do way. I do I do think that the clumps helps. Like you okay. look like I think that the fact that I think that our I think some of our best arcs for following the plot have been this and Summer of Punk and Summer of Punk we didn't have to skip much. So I think True. That also, I think that plays a part. True, but also like. Um, not to, also, say, like, not to say these arcs aren't being really well done because they are. Well, it, well, but, it's 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 specifically that like it. It's very if these feel especially character driven in that like these characters are really really going through arcs. It doesn't feel like because mm-hmm. because even in the most like well character driven stuff and a lot of the other stuff we've watched, you know, Summer of Punk included, um, there it doesn't feel like a lot of arcs are being had. It feels like we have characters that are um staying fairly static in terms of their identities and the stories moving around them. Whereas this feels mm-hmm. th- th- this feels a little more fluid. No, I can see that. I think I think it. <clears throat> I do kind of agree. I don't think we've seen any significantly strong like arcs from some of our stuff before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're good characters. Yeah. Don't they're, they are. They are. We, we, we have we have we've we have come across good character after good character after good character on this show, mm-hmm. um, but these characters feel the most um i don't want to say like three-dimensional or developed but they they feel the most like living and fluid yeah they're definitely like consistently going through changes and i in a way that doesn't always the wrestling doesn't always do sometimes sometimes you can get a little in a rut and kind of like focus more on telling stories based on where the characters are right now as opposed to Mm -hmm. giving them places to go yeah, and it makes the story compelling in a really unique way. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the the thing the thing is for me, like 
watching these in batches, um, it kind of has its ups and downs because, like, on one hand, like, in some cases, some of these matches get not necessarily repetitive, but um, some of these you just it, like, like, it, I just kind of sit there like, why, why are we doing this right now? Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's, there's definitely some filler in this section, yeah. Even though it is the shortest section of them all, yeah. So far, um, it, 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 it there's like, there's like, f- the filler becomes more obvious because it's not like separated week by week. Um, so it's not as, I'm not as able to be, uh, I'm not able to be as distracted by the spectacle, mm-hmm. but, um, but it also allows you to see like, um, all of these arcs happen in this great, like living color, um, that feels, it doesn't feel like, like broken up. I, I get to just watch the whole thing play out and it's it, on, on that level. It's, it's really beautiful. And, and it kind of gives the matches these, this, this substance of, um, if it, it feels like we're in a slightly different position of um, the the matches are informed real like like um, by by the characters or no the characters are are really informed by the matches uh, in a way that I think wrestling doesn't do whereas a lot of a lot of other stuff is the matches are informed by the the a lot of other matches are informed mm-hmm. by the characters these characters are kind of informed by the matches they have uh, a mm-hmm. lot more which is cool yeah so let's go ahead and, and, and get on into this is mm-hmm. it you know december 18th uh i joked about this with dave when we were watching but we oh the first thing we watch is this becky lynch interview and they ask her about her brand new attitude and we joke like she's been a heel for a couple months by this point and this is the first time anyone's asking her to like give her motivations Hey, hey! For us, we can barely tell the difference. That's so. That's the. That's that's why we do it in clumps, baby. I guess, but she basically is like, you know, I'm not gonna get anywhere being the nice girl. You know, mm. Sasha has opened my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, and um, so, and that's essentially how that goes. Yeah. So we establish Becky as mm-hmm. um, continuing to grow, ruthless motherfucker. Basically, mm-hmm. congratulations. You're done. To be- to be fair, it works for Sasha. It it does, yeah, it does, and it works for Becky. It works really well for Becky. Yeah. So then we the first the match on December eighteenth we get is Becky versus uh, Bailey. It's pretty quick match. Uh, most of it is Becky being like, "I'm a fuck the knee up <laughs> some more." Yeah, yeah. They're they're really showing they're really playing up that Bailey's knee is injured. Oh no. <laughs> um. I as I as I said somewhere, Anton Chekhov is smiling. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so it is it is fairly quick, uh, and Bailey's usual resilience isn't on display as much because Becky Becky takes advantage of the knee, and oh no, she gets she gets Bailey in a knee hurty submission, and bye bye. Yep, puts her in a knee bar. Although although the would be, we yeah. the, the the thing we get to see here is that aggro Bailey from the end of last time we were here wasn't a one time thing. It's mm-hmm. still going. She's really like um she's 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 going hard against Becky. Um, and in a way that communicates like this is going to be more of her MO. Um, yeah. Ba- Bailey, Bailey is, is taking a real turn of not being as passive as a character and not being as, as, as happy go lucky, still having a, yeah. a sense of optimism and f- kindness, but yeah. also well, willing to throw down. Yeah. Well, she, she has more of an anger behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's kind of this resentment that seems to be building up in her. 
um, over kind of, I guess, being always the bridesmaid, never the bride sort of thing. Mm, and and I think and and it's a bit personal. Like she did Becky the Becky betrayal is a little more fresh in her that, mind. That that does help. That does help mm-hmm. too. But um, but also wasn't that still like relatively a few like like a few That's months been a ago? It's yeah, been a couple so, months. Yeah. So but so it, we're still seeing right that it's mm-hmm. that it's um like it's fresh relatively, but it's still. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, she's she's just staying angry. This this ain't going away yeah. anytime soon. Mm-hmm. She wants the gold, sucker. Yeah, seriously. Uh, then we get an inner but but Becky wins by using that dreaded knee bar. Makes mm. uh Becky uh, excuse me Bailey tap out, and that's bleh. bad for too bad for Bailey. Yeah, uh, we we'll get an update on her in a bit, but so. Yeah. Charlotte then gives an interview from post theor- that is theoretically happened after her match at Takeover uh, our evolution with Sasha. It wasn't really anything. She's just like, I won. I'm the best. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, we get the December 25th episode of NXT. It's Christmas Day and we're still airing wrestling. As as you do. As you do. So most of the show is a recap show of the year. Most is like. Hey guys, NXT was pretty cool this in 2014, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was. But there was, in fact, one thing. There was, in fact, one actual new match, and of course, it was Sasha Banks versus Charlotte for the NXT Women's Title. So we're gonna have to talk about that. But oh. first, we get Bailey an interview with Bailey, who's hanging out in the back, like a total dork, watching the Triple H documentary. That yeah. WWE had released, and she's talking about how she's using it as motivation to like get heal her knee back up because because um she's she's at the part of the movie where Triple H is talking about how his his quad injury from two thousand and two and how it really do two thousand one excuse me when he hurt that's when he hurt his quad it, how it really took him out of action but he came back stronger than ever and she's gonna do that too. With her yeah name. yeah no she she um she she's in full dork mode mm-hmm. but there's also like um uh there's also this this very kind of like i'm gonna be the best sort of thing and it was interesting when i was watching this segment in particular i kind of noted like bailey's go get him attitude um it, it did kind of dawn on me i was you know after i was talking you know we talked talked at length about this in previous episodes like the 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 kind of go-getter i'm gonna do this and be the best i was like maybe man maybe this act is starting to get so maybe maybe this is gonna turn a little like john cena um in terms of like in terms of what we're what we're seeing from her of just like of just i'm gonna be good i'm gonna be the uh, i i i was I, I i it did make me a little like worried of like where are we like are we just going to continue to like keep playing this over and over because like we 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 clearly have like aggro bailey but like trying to mix aggro bailey with still like go get him soft girl is just going to come off as obnoxious i think uh and i ended up uh eating those words later but we'll get to that yes so uh charlotte and sasha have a match have a rematch for the women's title uh the the big hook of this match was that rick flair uh, introduced his his daughter. Yes. Uh, woo! I'm Ric Flair. Yeah. My daughter is the champ, the greatest uh, diva of all time. 
Woo! So, Woo. And then they have a match, and it's kind of like a retread. It's mostly a retread of their match from TakeOver Our Evolution. I get it. It's like the Christmas Day episode taping yeah. no one cares um most people weren't even watching this so nothing so nothing happens nothing changes charlotte just wins yeah this isn't going to be an episode where anything major plot development happens because it's again the christmas day episode <laughs> effectively a house show mm-hmm. um, i'm surprised they didn't just tape as something from a house show yeah seriously Though but, maybe they, though maybe wait, they wait, hadn't does, started yet. I think those started in March 2015. Yeah, I was gonna say, was NXT doing house shows? I mean, yes, they have the local Florida loop house shows, ah. but in terms of like touring like actual places that aren't like 300 people in a small town in Florida, <laughs> then they started doing those. Yeah, I think 2015. So not not there yet, but right. they'll they'll start doing that. Uh, the, the January 1st episode of uh, Mon- of uh, NXT, uh, nothing happens, basically. We get an in-ring interview with Charlotte, and she's just like, I'm the champ. And Sasha's like, uh, I'm not done with you, even though you beat me twice. We're not done. And, yeah. then, and then Natalia from Nightheart, from the main roster, comes to make the save as, as another crossover character from the main roster to NXT is these first couple of years of NXT where there's, there was usually at least one or two at a time. Mm -hmm. Uh, A little bit of nice, uh, uh, nice theming as, um, as you can tell, uh, I'm sure just by hearing about her, uh, Natalia Nightheart is famous for being a, uh, legacy as the niece of Owen Hart. Uh, uh and Hart, excuse uh, me. Hart. Oh, oh, well, I guess technically Owen, too. I guess I was getting well, but they always bring up Brett when they talk about her because she would be related like via their sister, right? Yeah, yeah, because Jim wasn't related to them. Um, right. his, his name, he's Nightheart, not Hart. Nightheart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh yeah, uh it's related to to Bret Hart, Owen Hart, and nobody else. And nobody else, nobody fucking cares. Nobody, nobody else. <laughs> um yes, but yeah. To, to make sure people get the joke, she is the daughter of Jim Anvil Nightheart, but, but nobody they never they back. usually they 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 are much quicker to acknowledge Bret Hart as the as Indeed. her uncle than they are to talk about Jim. Yeah, which is kind of disrespectful, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Um but yeah, so she comes out and she just she she does a nice little slow as you point out, nice little slow strut down like that she's runway. She's theoretically supposed to be saving Charlotte from a two on one beatdown. She just kind of saunters down to the ring like she's a regular match. Mm. <laughs> like oh lord. Yeah, seriously. Thankfully, um, the heels decide to leave anyway. Yeah, they're like, uh, that's enough intimidation for. I guess I guess main roster person equals scary. Sure. Sure, why not? Yeah, get him out of there. Whatever. We're not. We don't have time for a match tonight. Yep. And then we get to January eighth, and one of those this happened in a batch taping, and that's probably why it comes. It worked out this way. Yeah. Is we get no follow up to this this week on the eighth. Mm-hmm. Instead, we just get Sasha beating Alexa Bliss again. Yeah. Uh. And I noticed the batch taping because I saw the same sign twice between like this and the last Sasha match. If someone had a sign up that was like. That was like, um, 
it was just some pun on her name. I can't remember. Like it was, you, it was take. You can take it to the banks. You can t- take it to the banks. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, the puns. Um, but yeah. So, so good job, guy. You expose the. You expose the truth. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Like it, the match doesn't really serve a whole lot of a purpose. Uh, we get to no. see she, Sa- Sasha wins, and then she ke- has to be forced. She has to be told repeatedly to let uh, Alexa Bliss go because she has yeah, a um, statement. Alexa, Alexa Bliss, and what Austin swears is one of her final times the cheerleader. I sw- I know this happens. I know. <laughs> I just don't remember when it happens. I know it's relatively soon, but I don't remember when. I sure. Um, whatever, whatever you say, but uh, no, but uh, but yeah. So as as you would guess, squash. Although uh, somewhat competitive squashish, like like Alexa Bliss actually able to get Sasha in a couple like, um, in a couple, couple like pins, potential yeah, pins. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't go anywhere, and one of them's only a one count, but it's something. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think that's better than than Alexa's done in any of her previous showings thus far. Uh but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, so yeah, Sa- we, we Alexa gets to be powered up a little bit. Happy. Sasha get, wins the rubber match against Alexa. Mm. But no, January fourteenth, we get Sasha and Becky. I believe I'm just gonna go ahead and call them Team Bay now because yes, they start wearing the shirts. Even though I Becky don't think was they say wearing their the name. shirt, I don't think Sasha was, but Becky was wearing the shirt. Yes, Team Bay is what their team name becomes. That is best at everything. Yes, after the BFFs, of course. Yes, of course. It's, and they take on Charlotte and Natalia. And the ma- match is fine. It's mostly Natalia getting the getting beat up. Yeah, so yeah. Natalia's kind of a chump of a tag team partner here. I don't know. I don't know what Charlotte was thinking. They just yeah, uh yeah. Natalia sucks. As it turns out, Natalia sucks. <laughs> they just she gets beat up most of the match, and then she tags in Charlotte, and then they lose. <laughs> Damn. Uh, she she even does try to cheat at one point. She grabs Becky. Uh, mm. well, Becky's in ring. Uh, yeah. but even that, no. Uh, man, I guess those superior genetics can only get you so far, huh? Thank God. Thank um, God. Sasha wins. Admittedly, she held the tights, but yeah, Char- Sasha pins Charlotte again. And this is the big thing: is that is that Sasha pins Charlotte, gets the dub, and it goes right the fuck to her head because, of course, it does. Yep. She's like, ha, uh, I'm the winner now. Yep, I have beaten Charlotte Flair, which means I can do the thing. Yes. Uh, then we get the January 21st episode of um, NX of, of uh, NXT, where stuff is happening. These last few weeks have kind of felt like we're spinning wheels to get to the real shit. Yeah, for seriously. the last month of this pay-per-view mm-hmm. to this build. But we get the Sasha Banks interview where they're like, uh, you gonna be you're gonna be Charlotte? And she's like, Yeah, I'm gonna be Charlotte. Bye. Yeah, yeah, that and is then, pretty much it. And then Charlotte versus Sasha three happens, technically. Uh, and, electric beagly. And it all it, it basically ends within a couple of minutes because for reasons that can only be known to Bail to Becky. Becky decides to jump in the ring and just deck Charlotte in front yeah. of the referee. Becky's been getting ending like the match. Becky's Becky's like been getting just really, really angry recently. Um, she just she's she's just like going rabid dog mode and just and just kind of wanting to 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 attack for sake of attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
not a whole lot of critical thought goes into it. It's unfortunate for for Sasha, yeah, but so Bailey just wants to, or no, Becky just wants to throw some punches. Jesus, I did it too. Becky, yeah. Becky just wants to throw some punches, so she's like, ah, yeah, ew. what's what's a little ruined uh 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 match between friends, ah? Yeah, you know, you're all right with not winning the title, right? Yeah, because of me, right? That's you're all cool with that. Totally. She was not cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> spoiler fact, alert. Sasha starts yelling at Becky, and eventually they get on enough of, the, of enough of a page to like be like, "Oh yeah, we can just beat up Charlotte." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Wait a minute, we don't have to fight; we can fight her." But then Bailey comes to save the day. Indeed, and then he and, and, a, and he a nice little mirror of, of Charlotte helping her in the past. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's all nice. But then, Bailey. But then, in the confusion, Charlotte's still down, and so the referee is like, "Hey, Bailey, can you take the title?" I don't like. I don't know why the ref was offering it to Bailey. Did he really need to get that off his hands? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I don't know. But Bailey holds it, and she kind of starts getting a little, getting a little, getting a little. Uh, she gets, she gets little shiny possessive. in her eyes. Yeah, it's starting a little shiny, and Charlotte finally gets up. She's like, "Hey, what the fuck is this?" Give me that belt back. Uh, uh, <laughs> and so and, Bailey's like, Welp, then I'll just hit you with the Bailey to belly. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, Bailey attacks Charlotte, and oh, how the turntables. Yeah. Again. Again. How, how does it feel to get betrayed, Charlotte? Top 10 anime betrayals. Mm-hmm. Um, and. This was as soon as this happened, I was like, oh, hey, look, that thing I was thinking about earlier, because this is this is again, I was worried they were I w- they were going to make me regret my words and and give uh, give Bailey a nasty dose of John Cena syndrome. But they managed to continue to avoid it by just kind of healing Bailey up a little um, bit. A, a little bit, a little, a little bit of heel is a treat, but, but either way, like that's actually admitting that like people like that can go heel and can be kind of douchebags, which they just refuse to do for Cena for the longest time until he's basically forced to during summer of punk. And even then they didn't carry that forward past like money in the bank here. It's actually like acknowledged and leaned into and Bailey's ambition is like getting to her and causing her to to kind of go off, go off script, go off, uh, being being the goody two shoes, which is also cool because the documentary she was watching was Triple H, who is a notorious motherfucker, a notorious a notorious power hungry climbing motherfucker. Um, Nobody, time, nobody social climbs in wrestling quite like Triple H does. Yeah, Triple H, who at this time is now like what second in command, head of the company. Um, yes, he would be. He would be kayfabe in the in charge of the authority at this point with, yeah. with Stephanie. So, yeah, she's picking up the correct lessons from Triple H, of course. Well, Win it out all of costs. even out of kayfabe. He's he's pretty high up there, right? Is yeah. he's basically second in command? Yeah. Yeah, um, which so so you think about that, you think back to that, and this isn't just like you know Bailey. They 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 take Bailey doing a cheap plug for the WWE's most recent documentary that you could buy on now on DVD. Um, but probably probably at this point DVD and Blu-ray. Um, yeah. But they did they they actually gave it some meaning in that like 
of all the documentaries to be watching, she damn, she was watching Triple H's though. Um, mm-hmm. which is which which is this um this example of just uh total uninhibited ambition. Um Triple H is a is a is a big angry boy who wants to wants to get that 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 glory something fierce. And Bailey was taking notes. It, they they don't let us forget like how much she like idolizes this this lifestyle, these mm-hmm. people, um, and in some ways how impressionable she is to kind of take after whoever her fave of the week is. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so a great little bit of layered character building here, and again a great way to avoid John Cena syndrome. Uh, how do we avoid making Bailey deeply unlikable by Making her unlikable, but on purpose and in a good way. But in a way that people think is cool. Yeah, it's badass. I mean, yeah. the, the the Bailey staring down at the belt thing is a little hokey. Like, she just starts breathing deep. You're like, okay, yeah, we get it. But, but like, all taken together, it does work. And it is a really mm-hmm. smart, uh, it is a really smart little device they did there. I really appreciate the writing on this one. Yeah. And then, good old Bill Riggs. William Regal, the NXT general manager. We've seen him on this show before as Lord Steven Regal in old WCW. And now he's retired. We've also seen him as William Regal in in WWF, right? Oh, I think we did. Did we see one of his his man videos? His real man man videos? I I could have sworn we've seen him fighting. I don't think unless there's another, unless there's another Regal. Uh-uh. Uh, I don't think we've seen him wrestle yet. Damn. But anyway, he is he is uh, the GM of NXT at this point. Still is, in fact. Nice, and nice. so he comes out and he's like, "Well, well, well, we have a bit of a problem here. I I can't do accents today." Hmm. So, so he's like, "I see we got some unfinished business. So here's what we're gonna do. In three weeks, at NXT Takeover Arrival." Charlotte will defend her title against Lee and Sasha and Becky are screaming their heads off at this. Then yeah. he says, Becky Lynch and Sasha goes very, what? what? Hey. And then he is, and Sasha Banks in a fatal four way match. So the four horse women collide in a hmm. match against each other. The only time that has ever happened. Yeah. Um, we they, begging, they, we they keep, are all, yeah, we keep begging for it to be a WrestleMania main event someday, but not yet. Look, look close enough. All right. Mm-hmm. It's a start. Yep. And so that is now set for takeover. But first January 28th, it breaks out everyone's favorite overused wrestling trope. Can a tag team coexist? Ah, uh. Ah, an age-old philosophical question. Where the answer is always no. But hey, hey, you you don't know that. Some maybe maybe sometimes people can set aside their differences. Sure. In hmm. wrestling, yeah, sure. Yeah. So it starts with a backstage inter- so it is so- it is Charlotte and Bailey against Team Bay. And so Charlotte and Bailey have a little confrontation in the locker room where Charlotte mm. was like, what the fuck was that last week? Yes. 
And Bailey at first is like, hey, sorry, I kind of got caught up in the moment there. And she was like, you know what? No, I'm not sorry. Because I'm going to beat you for the title. Yeah. We're not- I got a title match with you, so I'm not sorry that I kicked your ass. <laughs> but tonight, we have to work together. And Charlotte's like, oh, yeah, we are. Because if you yeah. fuck with you fuck on me again, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. Uh yeah, you are you are a dead woman. Mm-hmm. Uh and Bailey's over here like I've been too nice, too soft. And it's such an again, I don't want to like harp on this, but it is such an interesting like thing to do with to do with Bailey because like on one hand, like her niceness and her softness is kind of the appeal, and it's mm-hmm. led her to a very powerful alliance with, you know. NXT uh, women's champion Ric Flair's daughter. That's not that's not bad for being for being a nice person, but I'm sure in her ambition crazed uh, her increasingly ambition crazed mind, um, being nice translates to I know this is why I know when, which mm-hmm. is interesting because that's that's the that's the philosophy that Sasha's been peddling. So uh and, and what's look, going on here? Where that gets her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's what's going on here, Bailey? I thought I thought you and Sasha weren't friends. I thought you guys weren't cool. Why you why why you uh doing why are you doing her philosophy now? Man, if Beck Bailey had turned heel and joined Sasha too. <laughs> I mean, look, I ain't happy with Bailey right now. I know she's not heel heel, but she sure shit ain't a pure face. I I am all about Bailey's new attitude. I you go, Bailey. I mean, yes, but that was mean. Why must you be mean to your friend? Me. <sighs> anyway. Uh, and then Becky and Sasha have an interview just to make sure you understand that nobody is on anybody's same page right now. Seriously. Is they're like, what you going to do a takeover? You're friends, but you're competing against each other. And Sasha's like, huh? What? I'm not, I'm not worried. Bet when the time comes, Becky will lay down for me and help me win. And then she Hmm. leaves. And then Becky's like, yeah, actually I'm going to walk out champion. Bye. Yeah. So we get Charlotte and Bailey versus Sasha and Becky. The third time we've had some permutation of this tag match between these four women. It's and always time, different. It's always every different. Every time it always feels a little bit different. This yeah, is seriously. The same matchup as before. We last yeah, time, but it's tenuous. The character now. dynamics are different now. Yeah. Everybody's at each other's throats, including Team Bay. Like, yep. And yeah, it's a bit of an aggressive match. A lot of it is again targeting Bailey's poor knee. Her knee is hers. Her knee continues to be injured again and again and again. Yep. But it all just kind it all eventually just falls apart. Mm-hmm. Because Beck because Becky ba- uh, Charlotte's down, and then Bailey runs in to save her and just kind of winds up on top of her. And Charlotte's like, "Hey, I didn't need your help." And Bailey's like, I was just trying to help you, man. Calm down. Yeah. And then they start fighting each other. And then Sasha and Becky get involved too. And then eventually the rest, like, oh, fuck this. I'm just throwing this whole thing out. We done. <laughs> I, I, what was interesting for me is after the last time we had this tag team matchup, um, I talked a lot about how cool it was that we didn't have like 
Bailey and Charlotte like squabbling at each other, squabbling at each other over things. Because this is around the time that like Bailey fucked up and didn't listen to Charlotte's like instructions to not mess with uh, Sasha, uh, and she did it anyway. Um, but the the team dynamic that that fully wholesome team dynamic that I was that I was so happy about last time. I'm like, thank God it's not um, drowned out in petty bullshit. That is. Womp, all the way wop wop petty bullshit <laughs> everywhere god again why the hell is half of this podcast me saying things and not realizing how much austin's like steel facing as i do as i like accidentally like uh uh lay the seeds for me to for me to be uh bigly surprised slash disappointed later on feel like i'm really working on my poker face on this podcast yeah seriously how many times do i say like jesus there have been, i i, I it, it's got to be innumerable the, the amount of times i make a note about like this character thing it's super cool or like this story beat it's super cool and you know ain't this nice and austin's like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah sure totally. yeah, yeah sure whatever it's, it's totally, you, totally whatever, gonna say that way. whatever you think is gonna happen god yeah whatever, whatever anything you say anything you say um but uh the the petty squabbling is all around and it did not bother me like i think it would have if they had petty squabbling the last time they did this because it serves a purpose here Mm -hmm. this is turning into as um uh one of the announcers so eloquently put it every women for himself um thanks Thanks, Jason Albert. Really, Jason Albert. Well said. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's really turning into every woman for himself. Um, yeah. So so it serves a purpose here that it's not it's the focus isn't just like women be bickering. It's it's that um, the we're getting to a breaking point of these alliances can no longer coexist because they're all like steam training toward the same point and only one right. of them can like survive that impact yeah su- suddenly like everybody suddenly like, we're all we're all leading to this now having to fight each other for the title it's not just a thing that like a thing that could happen in the future it's a thing that's happening right now and suddenly friends don't really matter when three mm-hmm. weeks from now we're going to be punching each other well, two yeah weeks after. Yeah, and in in two weeks, friendship is really not going to matter. Yeah, so we're so all of these, all of these, these tenuous, these these not really firmly, not really firm foundations of friendship are falling apart. Yeah, and like that's the thing you think it could be, um, they they could be. You think they're founded on something, um. But there is always that question in the back of your mind of like, what happens when we need to fight again? Mm-hmm. And for a second, it felt like the answer was, oh, we can just fight it out and respect each other. Um, but this is NXT, and during during like the women's revolution, and it feels as though all four of these women are gaining in each in their own way a sense of how important they are, um, and how um how meaningful being a winner here is and maybe that might be giving too much credence that might be reading too much into it but these egos keep keep inflating and you get the sense that it is a natural progression of 
um, how popular these segments were, um, and just how slowly influential the four horsewomen were kind of becoming as a, as a set of icons. Mm-hmm. At least I. Yeah. Is there, is there any credence to, to, to that? Do you think like character wise, would they, would they have been leaning into that at this point? They do lean into it. Eventually. I don't know if they would have intentionally leaned into it okay. by January, 2015. Like I'll get to where suddenly this kind of becomes a thing thing and not just a thing that is happening and everyone kind of sees it happening, but WWE's kind of like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. What? Like what? Okay. But, but either way, egos are inflating and the, we can fight each other um, and lose isn't an option anymore. And it, honestly, what it probably is too, is just like the continuation of the status quo. Charlotte keeps winning and winning and winning and winning. Uh, and, I think the three other women are all getting tired of that. Uh, you can only stay the bridesmaid for so long, I suppose. Yeah. So that it all it all's breaking down. And uh, mm. uh, then we get an Emma interview. Uh, I'm bringing in a side plot now to this whole curveball yes. because it matters. Yeah. This was interesting. So, right. So Emma, uh, you might va- you might remember her from our first episode in NXT. She was, she had kind of recently graduated NXT. She was one of the original pioneers that is kind of easily forgotten about in ter- in the women's revolution stuff. But her gimmick was, is that she was kind of this, like, not naive. Naive is a bad word. Um, yeah. She's jokey. Yeah. Like she likes to goof around and do these weird dances with her hands. But at the same time, when she gets in the ring, she kicks ass. And the audience, kind the the full-sale NXT audience kind of bought into her. Like, they kind of got in on it and thought it was hilarious. And so she comes up to the main roster and kind of immediately flops. And you could make a couple of cases why that is. Uh, First of all, she gets paired with Santino Morella. And I don't as and she tries to start aping his shit as a gag as a comedy gag. And like, I don't think that works, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, like a lot of people will make the art make this kind of art talk about, you know, a, a, a difficult transition between NXT to WWE and some to main roster. And an argument people will point to is this idea that like NXT when the people argue that NXT is bad for main roster in the sense of like p- characters will go through these arcs and changes and then they'll go to the main roster and be in front of an audience that sees none of that and has <laughs> missed missed the progression that made it work. And I don't agree with that in the sense that like any writer's room, room worth a shit should be able to just give them a new arc. <laughs> yeah. Like it shouldn't be a situation where like you should be able to give them something to do and create and make them work even if they're a little more fully formed than they would be if they had skipped nxt Mm -hmm. however for this argument i think i i I, i've had like five years to think about this and i do think (laughs) that a big emma flopping a part of that is that she was an inside joke that the rest everyone else didn't get like in NXT in front of this crowd of a couple hundred people that again sees this stuff in batch taping and a lot of them are regulars 
you know, a lot, it's not like it's, this isn't a traveling show. It's the same show in the same place at week to week to week. Mm. So there's this sense of like, I think Emma cultivated this kind of following out of the sense of like, not somewhat ironic, but not totally ironic, like inside joke of like, we all, that we're all having fun with. Fair and enough. Throw her in front of um, a, a thousand people in attendance and millions of people watching at home who haven't followed her at all. And you're just going to have her out here doing this goofy dance stuff. And she's not getting to wrestle really good matches in the same way that she was on NXT that you could at least be like, oh, I see. She's actually good. Yeah. And so when I look at it like that, I think it's pretty obvious how she flopped and why. Uh, Ultimately, what did her in, though, and why she went back to NXT was because there was an incident where she got caught when she accidentally, like, committed shoplifting at a Walmart. Well, she, like, didn't properly, like, scan a, a iPhone cover or some shit. And, like, she got fired from that and was rehired a couple of hours later. What? <laughs> the whole fucking thing. Well, but, yeah, because she, cause she, like, um, didn't do it on purpose. Right. But she got that incident basically demoted her. And she has a whole arc here that will get explored more fully in later episodes and intertwines with the stuff going on with the four horsewomen. So that's why we're starting it now. Mm-hmm. And so she has this promo where they're like, Hey, you're back in NXT. How you feeling about that? And she's like, well, you know, the main roster didn't go so well, but I'm back. You know, we're, it's a fresh start. We're going to get, we're going to, we're going to new, a new Emma is coming. And there, and one of the interviewer tries to start doing her dance thing. And she's like, no, no, let, let me do it. Handle it next week. Dance expert. You don't need mm-hmm. that. Okay. And then we get to next week where she wrestles, uh, Carmella, which was our first introduction to Carmella on this show. Shit. As well. And F a, she is, I mean, to, to quote Enzo Amore, she's hot as hell and you can't teach that. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. This is the, this is, she is palling around with Enzo Amore and Colin Cassidy these days at this promo. point in time. And he's got all his catchphrases and, and David was enjoyed that I did the entire thing. Oh my God. It was so you were so into it. I was. This is a throwback to see those guys doing that shtick. And then <gasps> Carmella on top. But, you know, Carmella and Emma, they wrestle for a few minutes. It's not. Uh, you see yourself a little bit of aggression from Emma. I think they were trying to get that across, but I don't know how well it comes across. Mm-hmm. But and then but then Carmella gets her in her submission move and Emma has to tap out. So. First match back, she takes the loss. Yeah. Uh, that was, it was, it was very random. I was like, mm-hmm. huh, this is a thing. Yeah. So Carmella gets a win finally. Yeah. <laughs> and then Emma's on the outside, kind of like clearly mad that, that like she's back down to NXT and she's losing. So <laughs> that 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 whole thing is a thing. Put a pin in that. We'll come back to that at another time. That was really, um, that was really interesting. Of just like you threw that in there, and I'm like, I know we've skipped this sort of thing before. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so it was weird that we like we're going back to this one. So it relates, I suppose. And it is um I didn't realize like God, that has so much baggage behind it. Mm-hmm. I almost like feel bad for her. Ah, she's doing okay now. She's an impact wrestling doing the, the work of her career character wise, in my opinion. She's an impact? Yes, yeah, Neil Dashwood. She's the selfie chick. You've seen her before. We watched oh, that yeah. one impact show and she Yeah, did, we watched that one imp- I will yeah. say that that size wise it's a bit of a <clears throat> downgrade from from WWE, but like if she's it, doing it, good work and she's, she's making doing, a good time of it. Yeah, she's doing good work. Okay. That's 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 I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um But then also go for it. On this episode we also get Bailey and Becky again. Kind of mm. this is this is kind of like I'm getting revenge for that knee thing. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Again, Bailey's real mad, and this time it's also accented with, "Hey, I also beat up Charlotte, so I just kind of mad at everybody right now." I'm I'm on a roll. Let's go. Yeah, uh, and roll she does right mm-hmm. the fuck over Becky. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, she kicks a lot of ass, and then gets her revenge. Something good. She does, but also what happens is old Beck is Becky is on the outside of the ring and she's like almost like barely she's barely standing up and Sasha's yep. like, dude, get back in the ring. So eventually Sasha just throws her back in the ring. Yeah, and then Bailey hit her with a Bailey to belly for the win. Yeah, and the and and we're just we're done. Um, and so that cements nobody's getting along with anybody here. We're mm-hmm. all we all hate each other. We're all just power hungry at this point in some ways charlotte's the most pure of all the characters here which i was not expecting yeah, she's just like, like her worst crime is just up wanting to uphold the status quo which yeah like, fair enough that's kind of mm-hmm. how this goes yeah she comes out after they're while they're all fighting each other with this disappointed mom look she, yeah she i know her, she folds her arms and is like this is what is going it on does here? it does make this really great tableau um where Bailey's Bailey's out there uh and she's starting to walk up the ramp cuz you know she won the match she's done. Mm-hmm. Um Becky and Sasha are back in the ring and they're they're bickering and then Charlotte comes out her her music blares and everybody stops and looks and she comes out but she doesn't come down she just stands there. Um and it's this great kind of like lineup down the line of mm-hmm. these four women are going to clash and nobody's uh, nobody gets along at this point we're all just we're all just fighting for 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 the for the honor and fuck everybody else yep uh then we get to nxt takeover rival with the fatal four-way match um Mm. we get the pre-match video i didn't note anything about it except i was interested to hear when bailey justifies some of her more aggressive actions as again reiterating the thing sasha's almost been saying she takes this stance of like everybody's doing everything they can anything they can to win no matter what why shouldn't i pretty much get into that too but then they all come out uh i have positive things to say about becky lynch's outfit because it is scarlet and gray true go bucks Go Bucks. Uh, then we have our match, and I think that's, the match is a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it was it was really good. Um, finally, my um, <laughs> my 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 frame rate cleared up a bit, and I was uh, I was able to get a real good sense of what was going on. Um, and it is just it's a really good free for all. Free for alls the the 
consistency with which um, any wrestling company is able to pull off uh, free-for-all matches like this is consistently impressive to me because those should those should not be and I'm sure are not easy to pull off. But damn, sometimes they make it look real easy to make. Oh, work. yeah. Just letting a bunch of talented people go out there and just go, do stuff. They no, they really do like um, they they really do carry that um, that really well just on their talent. These are four women who have insane, insanely good instincts about when to fight, how to work with each other, what um, what moves to pull when, and it all feels brilliantly coordinated. And that's the cool thing about matches like this is you have no idea how much of it was like pre-planned, pre-coordinated, and how much they're just able to get on the spot. And truthfully, I don't think it matters because either way, they're pulling off a tough technical feat with Panache. Yep. And so I think that's something that goes underappreciated when we talk about matches like this. Yeah, definitely. So Matt's kind of starts with everyone being like, well, let's dunk on Charlotte. Get her out of here. True. <laughs> so everyone sees everyone. Everyone thinks he's a fucking, a fucking threat. Yeah. And it, it involves Charlotte getting sent into the led board and they do the funny effect where they like make the led, the led board <laughs> shut off for a second as if she was hit so, good. so hard that she's breaking the board. It's so good. I love it so much. It's so silly. <laughs> yeah. But it, no, but but oh, I'm bragging up. It do, it does make for a really great effect. I will say it does. Yeah, I think. And then we get you know Sasha and and Becky work together for a couple of minutes, but then mm. as soon as as soon as Bailey's kind of down, it's like okay, we're we're going at it now. We're not. We're we're both fighting hard for this. And Bailey's knee come continues to come up. Uh, we end up. We get it's a, been like two three months. People keep re-hurting the knee. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, I, I, I suppose so. But like, damn, you think it? You think it would have cleared up a little bit? It, it does eventually. This is this is not a consistent thing for the next four months or whatever. However much longer we're watching this stuff, but <laughs> damn. But yeah, that that's kind of thing. It takes her out, but she's got. It's it, it it's it's hard to me to do blow by blow of matches anyway, but this is has everyone going, you know, everyone is playing off everybody else really well. Yeah, and we're 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 hitting our we're hitting our stride here. Uh, big big highlight was um oh my god was the double knee stomp the double yep. knee in the corner where you know we've talked about Char- uh, Sasha's newest move of h- hanging someone on the second rope. And then kneeing them hard in the gut and knocking them down. Uh, she gets Charlotte in this position, and Becky tries to counter her, and she ends up getting her, and she ends up head scissoring Becky into Charlotte, knock her out a little bit, and then she puts Becky on the bottom rope too. So yep. she does the move. She hits Charlotte on the second rope, and then that then knocks her into Becky down on the bottom rope. Oh my god, it's so brutal, and it's so cool she got to pull that off. Mm-hmm. Um, we get we get some really good Bailey's to Bellies uh, throughout this match. We also get we also get several times where Bailey's about to get a pin, and I think both times. Well, I think the first time Becky pulls her back, and the second time Sasha does. Yes, yes. yeah, okay, yes, yeah. So both of her yeah. both of her pins get get interrupted as fuck, and it's great. Yeah, they they really put over Bailey as a threat in this match, despite the fact that she gets she doesn't have so a ton of the highlight moments. I don't think. 
No, that's well, the, the highlight moments are the fact that two times she almost pins the fuck out of Charlotte. That's and the only true. reason she doesn't get away with it is she gets pulled off both times by the yeah, other Yeah, she gets a regular belly to be- Bailey to belly. And then, she, and then yeah, then uh, Becky breaks it up. And then we she hits a top, a Bailey to belly from the top rope. From the top ro- that was insane. She pins him and then uh, pins her. And then Sasha comes in and throws her off and tries to pin Charlotte. And then Charlotte kicks out because it it's like it's the two count. Yep. Takes too long. We get some insane dives to the outside from oh, God, Sasha I know. and Charlotte. Well, and Charlotte. That, that, that's probably one of the craziest things Charlotte's done. What's really interesting about this match is Charlotte is such a calculated character and wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, her in-ring work is all very measured. Like, it's, it's aggressive and it's tough and it's fucking scary. But... Everything she does in ring up to this point has been very like um, technically sound um, in a very in a very specific way. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it feels it feels very like I have trained my whole life for this sort of shit. She doesn't usually do like wild stunts. She doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we get Becky and Bailey on the outside of the ring. Sasha dives to the outside, topples over the the both of them. And then Charlotte gets up from um, from kind of being taken down by Sasha, sees this, and she herself does a dive to the outside, mm-hmm. um, which is that's it's nuts. And think about it, yeah, that's the first time we've seen Charlotte do something like that hard. And it's a great again another great little indicator of just what an important match this is to to all of them. That even Charlotte is breaking her usual mo out of sheer animal desperation because mm-hmm. there's three people in this match she's got to win it's tough to win it it, but, it really is and and three people all of whom she's deeply frustrated with for for multiple different reasons yeah. it's just like, why can't you all behave so the match ends when sasha uses the bank statement and she's a wrenching and a wrenching and a wrenching. And they, they, they give Charlotte a lot of time to get out of it, uh, but she can't. And at one point, Sasha does have to break up the pin to go knock, break it up to go knock Becky back down. Cause Becky starts to get back in the ring, but she ends up getting the move. And eventually Sasha's like, Oh fuck this. And so she turns Be- Charlotte over to pin her. Mm-hmm. And that's significant because she's lost that way before. She's been pinned by that happening to her, where she's in the bank statement, goes too far, and gets rolled up and pinned. So now she's doing it on purpose. So she can win. Yeah. But she wins, she gets the pin and she gets the win. Yeah. Sasha Banks, the boss. The boss is finally the NXT women's champion. And it's and it's absolutely wild. Um because because yeah it is um we've seen this before where where sasha gets so close but charlotte still managed to overtake her and we still see that a couple times in this um in this match i think before they had the two dives to the outside charlotte or or sasha sasha got her in that pin and it looked really close Mm -hmm. and charlotte just barely kicked out of it and she had this victorious look on her face for kicking out of it so you can tell she's getting worn out um and we've had moments like this before, and it still always ends with Charlotte with Charlotte coming out on top. And this was another episode where I was kind of watching some of the other segments. I'm like, man, Sasha can just never get a dub on this woman. They they 
or never get meaningful dubs. It's always like they always make her look like a chump uh, at the end of the day. But but no, she finally got it. And in some ways, it makes sense that she got it. Mm-hmm. Like a Charlotte can't retain forever, so you know. But B as the mirror master, right? She is the one who's kind of behind the attitude switches of the other two uh, in some form mm-hmm. or other. Um, she is the ringleader of ruthlessness is what gets you results. And this is her finally putting her money where her mouth is and, mm-hmm. and succeeding. Um, her, her, her ruthlessness got her the W. It would make sense. She's the ringleader of all this. Her getting that win. Because I, I, when we follow big arcs like this, I always have to question why did this specific person win? What is the meaning of this? And I was kind of puzzling at that for a second for Sasha, but it has to be that her, her demeanor, her, uh, her outlook toward this, she was the originator of this, of this ruthless drive. Um, because like Charlotte has it with this drive through, but in a much different way. Um, um, Sasha's is a lot more straight up aggressive, whereas uh, Charlotte's is a lot more like stalwart, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sasha, as the one, as the one who pioneered this, of course, she's the first one to to finally steal that belt away from the genetically superior Sasha Banks or Charlotte Flair. Jesus, we are so close to being done with that. I swear. I know. I ho- hope. I thought you said we were done last time. Then they I, said it like fucking two more times. I thought we were, but I guess she hangs she hangs on to it for the rest of her NXT time in NXT, I guess. At least the ratchet chants are dialing down. Slowly. Yeah, they're they're all, they're being met with increasing no, she's not. Thank thank mm-hmm. the Lord. Uh but either way. Um so Sasha rightfully gets that win and validates every single thing she's been saying since the beginning, every mirror speech, every betrayal, every everything. She was in her eyes right. Now the question is going forward, is it sustainable? Right. And we we get one last moment where Charlotte tries to be yes! a good sport. She offers a handshake and the handshake the motif to, comes back. The handshake is back. The handshake's and back. Even, and, 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 and 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 remind me, correct me if I'm wrong, but the first time we did the handshake was that was that was Bailey. Yeah, that was, that, right? yeah, that was all about the Bailey stuff. Which is really, again, I don't know if I'm reading too much into this, but like as Bailey moves away from, um, as, as Bailey gets more ambitious and Charlotte gets more like, for lack of a better word, respectful, that's something she learned from Bailey. She and mm-hmm. Bailey have kind of learned and taken things from each other for better or worse. So she she the handshake is back and it's Charlotte initiating this time because she learned it from Bailey and she's mm-hmm. learned how to be a good sport about things. Um, and Sasha's hesitant at first and Charlotte, you think it's going to be a tra- Charlotte pulls in, pulls her in for a hug. Charlotte's going to hug you. She, she's, hey. she's learned. No, seriously, that's gotta be intentional, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is definitely a, she, she has taken things from Bailey just as Bailey's taken from her. They're growing as people again, for better or worse, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm talking about. This is so character driven. These characters are so fluid because they build off each other, uh, and they learn from each other, and they create fuller characters out of the out of their interactions with one another. Um, 
But then, but then Sasha's like, "Fuck you." Then Sasha, of course, says, "Fuck you." She's kind of the she's kind of the most static character here, but it's her like impetus that changes a lot of the people around her. So fair mm-hmm. enough. Um, uh, but it is it was this great like surprising moment where Charlotte hugs her, and you kind of realize how much the respect in all this means to Charlotte. Like she's been standing up for the tradition but she's come to understand the respect side of the sport too. Um, and for everything that Sasha's done to wrong her, she loves her and is mm-hmm. happy that she won, um, which makes it all the more, which makes it fucking heartbreaking. that Sasha's like, fuck you. It's a good fuck yourself. I'm the champ. <laughs> but it is a great, it is a really sincerely great moment yeah. that I really enjoyed watching. Yeah. And so, yeah, the, the reign of Charlotte flair is over. Finally over. We've watched the whole one. We've we've watched her whole reign as part of this, and it's it's a solid ten month, nine months. That's it. Yeah. See, I yeah. It's it it and and what a hell of a reign it's been. And mm-hmm. now it's time to see what happens with the title in someone else's hands. Yep the the era of the boss has begun. God help us all. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's awesome uh the boss is truly on top long may she reign fucking love sasha banks she's a bitch here but i love sasha banks yeah sasha banks is incredible but that is for next time we 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 traverse into nxt uh so next time on this show uh we return to 1987 with some more prime time wrestling uh (sighs) if you remember last time there more, more, big... more prime time pretending like Hulk Hogan isn't the bad guy. Yep, prime time Hulk Hogan ego stroking with some trophies as metaphors. <laughs> ah, and, you think and... he's compensating for something? Yes. <laughs> well, not according to Terry Bollea in court. But then, anyway, Jesus. But anyway. Hulk Hogan, they gave Andre the Giant a pity trophy for being undefeated for 15 years or whatever. Uh, even the, And they gave Hulk Hogan a big old trophy for being champion for three years. And Andre is not enjoying that. And I, But I'm sure that they will peacefully work out any sort of differences they may have as friends. And next time, we will get to see them clearly work out things out peacefully. Totally. Totally. Uh, these these two big old beefy boys, you know what they're going to do? They're going to hug it out. Mm-hmm. They're going to hug it out like Charlotte and Sasha, and we will watch that next time. <laughs> next time. Until uh, then. Yep. Until then, David, hit our plugs. Absolutely. All righty, friends. Thank you for once again joining us here on the Noobs and Knockouts podcast. We are so happy to have you here. If you are a returning listener, watcher, what have you, thank you so much for joining us once more. We hope you've had a good time. We hope you continue to join us in the future. If you are a first-time listener, watcher, what have you, thank you so, so much for joining us. We like to think that we are friendly to both noobs and knockouts alike here on the Noobs and Knockouts podcast. That's kind of the reason for the name. So, we welcome you. We hope you've had a good time. If you have, and you would like to continue to have a good time with us, and you're not entirely sure how to do so, not to worry, my friends. I have you covered. First of all, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. We are the Noobs and Knockouts Podcast. Hit subscribe. Ring that bell. Make sure it turns a nice little solid color so you get notifications every time we drop new content. Give us likes. Give us comments. 
add us to your playlist, check out our playlist. All of our arcs are so nicely organized into uh, into into playlists uh, that that you can follow if you want to follow a specific storyline. Austin does a very good job organizing all of that. He's very wonderful content organizing. It's phenomenal. Check it all out. You can also find us on three of the best places to find podcasts. That would be Spotify. That would be Apple. That would be Google Podcasts. On all three. Give us, give us downloads. Give us ratings. Uh, whatever the hell else you do to 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 give us those sweet, sweet engagement metrics and tell the algorithm, hey, these guys are pretty cool. Maybe more people should listen to them. Maybe you should push this to more people. I, I don't, I don't know. I know, kind of a neat show, but I just, I'm just saying. Check us all out there. It's awesome. You can't listen. You can't find a, a storyline playlist there, unfortunately. But all of our uh, all of our episodes are still very nicely labeled and scripted and everything. It's it's a good time. You should check it out if you are an auditory sort of person. We also have social media. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter right there at the link. If you're watching us on YouTube, the other way uh, at Noobs and Knox Pod. That's Noobs, the letter N, Knox Pod. We post all about wrestling we like to engage with the with the with the whole fandom as a whole we drop memes we drop insight we post every single time we drop a new episode and of course the piece de resistance of our twitter is that austin live tweets his weekly wrestling watching my friend what is on the docket coming up yes uh yes of course uh upcoming as always live tweeting aew dynamite 8 p.m eastern on tnt because it is the show that I most consistently follow live. So, you know, might as well make some content out of it. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, we have uh, WWE, AEW, and Impact Wrestling pay-per-views on a monthly slash quarterly basis. Upcoming on September 26th is WWE Extreme Rules. I can't do the extreme very well right now. But we... We have five matches already for this show. Becky Ooh. Lynch, she was on this show. Hey! Versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's title. Damian Priest versus Sheamus, two big beefy boys for the U.S. title. Bobby Lashley versus Randy Orton for the WWE title. Charlotte Flair, hey! Versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's title. Alexa Bliss is definitely not a cheerleader anymore. And Roman Reigns versus Finn Balor for the Universal Championship. By the way, none of those matches are Extreme Rules matches as far as we know right now. Great. That is September 26th, live on Peacock. I've already I've already said Peacock. I'm not hyping them twice. Oh, Peacock. <clears throat> then the next Impact Wrestling pay-per-view will be Bound for Glory. Their, their biggest annual show, it is October 23rd, uh, 2021. We do not yet have any matches set because we're still a little ways out from that. But you can buy that or if you get traditional pay-per-views as well as on Fight TV for $40. And, a, and then we have next, AEW just had All Out. Holy shit, what a show that was. Yes. Uh, goddamn. Um... I got no words to that. Just to say, if you get a chance to watch some of All Out, you should. Then their next pay-per-view is Full Gear at no on November 13th. Uh, again, we don't have any matches for that yet, but it, that will be. I expect that to be well worth the cost of admissions. Fifty dollars on traditional pay-per-view or on Fight TV. 
Uh, and so, yeah, that is where uh, we're, what we are doing in the future. Awesome. Be sure to check all of it out. Austin's live tweeting is the best. It's the pits. Fucking check it out. His insight is great. His memes are the spiciest and the dankest. It's a good time. Check it out if you want to watch along. It's awesome. All righty. We also have an email account. You, if you would like to email us, we have a Gmail, noobs and knocks po- uh, noobs and knockouts pod at gmail.com. That's noobs, the, the word and this time, knockouts pod at gmail.com. Shoot us an email, say hi, tell us what you think of the show, tell us what you think of our beautiful, sweet, sultry, sexy voices, uh, what you like, what you don't like, requests for things you want us uh, to cover in the future, just general discussion you want to inspire. Just come say hi. We love it when people talk to us. We want to talk back to you guys. Just, 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 just come say hi. We're going to have a grand old time in the emails. Come check it out. And finally, you can also find us on Patreon. We are also the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on Patreon. $1 a month gets you early access to episodes and a shout out at the end of each episode. See you guys next time. Hasta luego.